thank you for joining me here at the Professor Notes. Grab a drink and sit down and let's have a chat. And when we're done, feel free to join me over at theprofessornotes.com and let me know what you thought of today's conversation. It's been a while, but the brothers are back. My brother and I decided to do a Skype chat and talk about, well, what else are we going to talk about? Mac and technology. Here we go. That wasn't it. <laughs> okay, so so here we go. Let me let me hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me listen, let me check, check my sound and then. Ooh. Ow! Ooh. Ow! Hey, did you watch that video? By the way, the YouTube video I posted. I, I watched. I watched part of it. Can I? Can I just tell you? It was um, very weird because when I played the little clip back, it said testing, testing, and I thought it was you, and then I realized it was me because you started talking. <laughs> that was you saying testing, testing. That was me saying testing, testing. I was listening to the recording, and then I, for some reason, it, I thought it was you, and then you started speaking, and I realized, no, of course, I was the one who said that to begin with. <laughs> uh, we really do sound a lot alike. All right, so I saw the video. Well, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was amusing. I only got to watch about half of it this morning, but well, it's uh, where where webs if websites were people at a party. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of kind of cute. I, of course, I ended up having to go and see what Urban Dictionary at the very end. Urban Dictionary says that's a something, and I looked up that word. I'm like, Ugh! okay, never mind. But uh, yeah, as long as people don't go look it up, I think we'll be okay. So, are you recording now too? I'm recording now too. Okay, so. so Peaking a little bit, but I'm not sure how to how to reduce your the input from. I'm assuming you mean P E A K as opposed to I P I Q U E. Yes, indeed, indeed. But uh, I'm not that interesting today. So here here's the deal. I was listening to uh, Windows Weekly with Leo Laporte and Paul Thorat. Mm-hmm. And Paul Thorat. Now, it's funny because most of Windows Weekly was talking about Apple products. Believe it or not. Uh, right and I mean he he has an Apple TV he has Paul Thorat does I mean they both do uh, they both have an iPhone so they and he, they both own MacBooks and so I mean they're not Mac haters and to use the Scott Bourne phrase right, right. Paul Thorat's take on on the Mac Air though was kind of interesting you know you and I were having this conversation and the the, the argument from Macalope is look they told you it wasn't going to have all these things so stop complaining. And yeah, the summary of Paul Thorat seems to be something along the lines of, yeah, you know, you told us it wasn't going to have a whole lot and it was going to be very expensive. So I really don't see the value in this. <laughs> what can you use it for? Sure, that's fair enough. I mean, I think it, it, but it critique it for what it is. I mean, it's intended to be a high end product for a niche market that is people with a lot of money who have got. Um, this is a this is a second or even a third machine. They've got something like my uh, tower set up in their office, and they travel enough that the that the weight size um, is is a real gain for them. They want the bigger screen, but they want something light uh, so that they can take it with them. And they don't need a whole lot. They don't need to have all of their iTunes stuff on it. They don't need to have. Uh, all of their their um, big major files, but they need enough to be able to do work and presentations on the run. Well, but, but see, but here's here's the the thing though. You, you refer to it as a high end product, which is okay. I mean, it it is if if high end is defined as expensive, it's high end. If high end is defined as lighter and thinner than anything else, it's high end. But 
when it comes to performance attributes, it's uh, it, it's got a slower CPU, as Leo Laporte right. says, a slower yep. CPU than what he has in his MacBook, not a Pro. Uh, you know, you're limited in terms of hard drive. You can't replace the hard drive. You can't add RAM. Uh, you know, you get limited choices and all those things. So it, it's well, almost the, like the we're hard, flipping the, the definition of high end on its on its head. No, not necessarily. I mean, there there are different ways. To, you're, you're absolutely right. There are different ways to define it. The battery, by the way, Apple will charge 129 with cost to to replace it, which is how much uh, a MacBook Pro uh, MacBook battery costs now. The problem is you can't have two and mid-flight swip it, swap it out or anything like that. So that's that I think is a real shortcoming for this kind of product, given that that's the context people are going to use it, which is travel. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean even are, that one you'll notice about, I didn't mention that was one of the ones you can't you can't swap out. I picked memory and uh, no, you said battery. Did I? I meant hard drive. Um, oh, maybe you did say hard drive. I'm sorry. The, I thought you you know, said the, the battery, you can always have one of those battery packs that uh, has a power plug adapter, right? So you can always have it in your computer bag and right. plug it in and run it that way. And, and, and admittedly, you can always have an external hard drive, an external. I mean, you think about it, though, the minute you start carrying all those external things. Yeah. No, I agree. I, to go back to the high end, I think this is, this is like, um, you know, you can think of sports cars and things like that. There are certain sports cars which sacrifice everything for, uh, for performance. And then there are quote unquote sports cars, which, you know, they, they may be pretty peppy, but the reality is they've got the nice leather seats, they've got the good stereo system. Um, they're going for different things, and it's just a, um, a trade off on those things. I, I, I worry that, I agree, that it's not powerful enough um, to make it work. I think, for example, if they had put a smaller screen in there and made it the whole thing an even smaller form factor, I think folks wouldn't. And I think there is something to this visual. The the bigger it looks, the more powerful you think it ought to be. So I think if it was smaller, like with a 12-inch screen, maybe people wouldn't think that it should have quite as powerful a processor. I don't think it'd be, that would be quite as much of a concern. But, um, you know, it's not something I'm going to be buying. I said that from day one. This is not, I could not justify getting that. And in fact, if anything, um, when I replace the MacBook, I may get a MacBook Pro with a 15-inch screen. Well, that'd be kind of cool. But I mean, by the way, that was the other thing that they mentioned. That you're talking about the, what people want. And uh, Paul Thorak went back and said, you know, I really liked my 12-inch MacBook. It was a G4. Everybody loved it. Yeah. And, and he says, you know, that, that was the ultimate in portability. That, that beats this one hands down. He says, I still have it, but I can't use it because it's so old style. But, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, and, the, and the for me, I, I just never would want that. But that's, that's me. Yeah. Well... What I should do is we should we should cut this off right now and we should do uh, this has been five minutes take take five with John take C. Five, Dvorak. <laughs> oh, is that his thing? I have never listened to his. Yeah, he's got take five with John C. Dvorak. It's kind of funny because uh, he's got some weird sounds he uses for intros and that sort of thing. Well, let me ask Merlin, you this question. Oh, sorry, Merlin Man, what? Uh, I just looking at Merlin Man's twitters. Americans we spoke with today say they're anxious to hear what else the president hopes to ruin before leaving office. Back to you, Tom. You know, Mer- you Merlin's kind of ticking me off lately, and it isn't just because he's going political. He just has some really weird stuff. Like he had a photograph, his, he had a photograph of a Dr Pepper and a couple other things, and he wanted to know. He basically put down that that if if you buy this, you're about as low class as they come. Where did he have that? That was on his Flickr. It was kind of the imp- implication. And one of the commenters on there said, "And, and what is this number twenty three all about anyway?" I'm like, "Okay, so you're disconnected with popular media." Because you would know from commercials that 23 in Dr. Pepper is how many flavors there are. Right. Where was, uh, 
would that be under most? I'm trying to look to see where this Dr. Pepper thing is. You know, a lot of what he does is he just tries to, um, you know, he's trying to to rattle. He's he's got a reputation now of of mannerisms of saying funny things on Twitter. So he's got, um, you know, five terrible. He does lists of five, five terrible fakes Sylvester Stallone franchise revivals. That's a post he did to his his lists of five. That's one of his uh, uh, of his websites. Um, and he's got uh, the the ones he did actually from um, he started in New Hampshire are very funny. So uh, the Floridians we talk to say Mitt Romney seems like the kind of guy they'd enjoy throwing a beer at. Back to you, Tom. And he's <laughs> done it against Democratic candidates too. But the whole idea is the way the media has been covering these political things, and and he'll um, and so he throws them out as if they're those little sound bites. I think they're they're sort of amusing. Billy Covington, who I also follow on Twitter, who is uh, one of the um, producers for NFL Films says 9 a.m. set up at the stadium. This is a heck of a long week referring to set up for the Super Bowl. <laughs> so they're starting not set up 9 a.m. on Monday morning. They're setting up for the, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. Yeah. Holy cannoli. Yeah. It's going to be a long week for him, that's for sure. Oh, Jenny just asked me. So you're saying this is a guy who is, he works for NFL, NFL.com? NFL Films. NFL Films. And I don't know. He, he, uh, he befriended me on Twitter, and I don't know how he came over to me. But he um, he was probably going through Merlin Mann's list of who follows Merlin Mann, and he's trying to figure that out. Who knows? <laughs> oh, he's very funny, actually. If you go to his Tumblr, guydudeman.tumblr.com, he's got it's a picture of Jesus on the crucif- uh, on a cross, like a Y. And then two, three other guys next to him making out this MCA, as in YMCA. <laughs> and, and science is blasphemy. Uh, a ticket to hell has never never been funnier. Ooh. I think that one's got to go on my blog. There you go. Yeah. I, yeah. By the way, going back to the, the YouTube video that uh, I'll cut out the initial discussion, but uh, the the video where if websites were people, the personification of websites. Um, yeah, there are a couple things in there that yeah, they're questionable, but they fit the profile of, of what those websites are like. MySpace was really crude. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and foul language, and I'm like, you know what? That's my space. I mean, yeah, it is. It's, yep. it's not Facebook. Facebook is an annoying college freshman, and uh, right, and, right, exactly. and my space is just about as as crude as they come. It's just a different different culture. And my my favorite little segment in there, if you haven't seen it, is um, eBay. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, with the gold unicorn. Yeah, it's twenty cents. And then PayPal. And then PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. give it to him. But I bought yeah. it from you. No, you bought it from. Yeah, P seven four two P beans. Send send this to Indonesia. <laughs> At any rate, well, we've got about ten minutes here. I'm gonna hang this up, and we'll have a, a short little brothers chat up on our blogs. How about that? Sounds good. Talk to you later. Take care. This has been another from the kitchen table production. Come visit me at theprofessornotes.com. And while you're at it, go visit thefathersonchats.com and check out what my son and I have been saying. And since this was a conversation with my brother, why don't you go visit him at targaman.org slash blog. Hey, you know, on the Father Son Chats and Professor Notes, we have email addresses and we have voicemail phone numbers. Give us a shout. Send us a note. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. Until the next time, this is the professor. Ta-ta.